wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, thanks, Mom, for joining me in this Christmas season. So, Mom, uh, can you tell me a little bit about what Christmas was like for you uh, growing up when you were my age or younger? Well, my family was German, so on my mother's side, my grandmother and my mother, we would bake all day long. So we would bake and bake and bake and bake. We'd bake all different types of cookies, and we'd make snickerdoodles and sugar cookies, of course, the cutouts, and then we'd decorate them. We would make crinkle cookies. We'd make spritzes. We had all different types of recipes, and then we made all different types of breads. Then we would make these big platters, and we would put all of the different uh bake goods onto the platters and give them to neighbors and co-workers and friends and things like that and my teachers growing up all of my teachers got those and then on my dad's side my grandmother was way into Christmas so not like every single grandchild had their own stocking um, hung up on the the chimney at her house like on the fireplace not chimney but fireplace and um, so when we came over on Christmas Eve we um because my parents were divorced so on Christmas Eve we were with the Smiths which was my dad's side and we all had our own stocking and the whole house was decorated she had a Christmas village but we're not talking about a Christmas village like in one room we're talking like the whole house had Christmas villages and so these little ice skaters were skating around on these little things and um and then there was always very traditional food you know the ham and the cheesy potatoes we had a very traditional type of christmas with lots and lots and lots of different types of um, things we did every single year so my grandfather would sit us all down and we would read the christmas story um before we opened gifts and um even when I got in high school, we still all sat and listened to Crumple read the Christmas story. So it was just the way it was. Yeah. And you mentioned something really interesting um, that your parents were divorced, right? So what does that mean for Christmas? Does that mean that you get two rounds of presents or how does that all play out? Yeah, um, it was it was challenging. Um, it, you think it would be great, but it was it was hard because um, we had we did a we had to sh- be in lots of different places. Um, so um, on Christmas Eve, we would be with my my dad's family, and yeah, we did get lots of gifts. Um, but and there was a lot of people there were a lot of cousins and things like that um but usually by christmas day then we were pretty worn out so then my mom we would have christmas with her family and her and we um it was a lot quieter so i think it felt kind of like we had this comparison so i think it wasn't as exciting um but my mother and my grandmother you know we had already baked and so that was the nice way that we bonded but um i think it was hard in the sense that i think my brothers and myself are probably not 
really sensitive to the fact that, you know, we probably made it known that the other family did Christmas so much more exciting, and that was probably hard. I think it was hard on my mom, too, because she, you know, didn't get us for some of the holidays. Um, So... And, you know, it was, we were pretty worn out by the end of the holidays as kids. So it was also difficult because my brother, um, one of my brothers lived with my mom and my other brother and I lived with my dad. So, um, so yeah, the, the, you know, we had to coordinate things and, um, sometimes my little brother didn't arrive at the same time as my older brother and I, so that was kind of hard at times yeah so um this is a little bit random but something i'm curious about uh were there like mall santa clauses and all that back back when uh you were experiencing christmas as a kid oh yeah yeah definitely and yeah um what what were some of the things that you asked the mall santa claus if you actually like talk to him oh gosh that's a good question probably I always asked for something with Barbie because I really loved Barbies like I had um, the Barbie house which was like this four-story house and it had a Barbie elevator and I played Barbies for hours in my room and I had a Barbie horse and I had a Barbie motorcycle and and then whatever I didn't have, like I had Barbie pool, I, I had um, my mom's friend would make Barbie clothes. So we would buy them. <laughs> so I had like Barbie clothes that were actually like, like handmade by this woman. Yeah, I just really loved Barbie. So I was probably asking for something with Barbie. Um, one year I asked for a bike and so my family, we didn't have a lot of money even though it sounds like we did with the Barbie stuff, but that was mostly given to me from relatives and things, but we didn't have a lot of money. And so as a little girl, I remember asking for a bike and um, my parents went to like a secondhand store and got me a little bike. Um, I remember being kind of a little bit sad, like, oh, how come Santa gives me a used bike? (laughs) Did you believe in Santa Claus? Um, you know, I did for a long time. I believed in Santa until I was probably eight or nine. And then I found the, the Christmas presents inside the, um, inside the Christmas box one year. I was looking for something and, oh, oh, I know we were playing hide and seek down in the basement. We're playing hide and seek, my brothers and me. And I wanted to hide in the empty Christmas box because we had an artificial tree. And so I was like, oh, the Christmas, the big Christmas box that we put the artificial tree is empty because the Christmas tree is up. So I'll hide in there like a coffin. And I jumped, I went to jump in and there was all these presents in it. And I was like, what the? And it said stuff like, to Jenny, that was what that they called me. My my nickname was Jenny. It was from Santa. I was like, what? And so then I got like the I clued into what was happening. Did you feel betrayed by your parents? How did that make you feel to realize that you've been lied to all that time? Well, I think things were kind of dawning on me, you know. Like I think I was like, oh, you know, I don't know about the Santa stuff. 
Um, and I think I was like getting, you know, smarter and smarter and smarter to it. And, um, and some presents were starting to be like from Santa and some would be like from mom and dad, that kind of thing. So maybe I kind of was like cluing in, but, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I felt a little bit like, oh, kind of like, oh my goodness, I find, you know, I've discovered their, their lie. I don't know. I don't think I was upset though at them. I don't remember being upset with them. It was more like, <laughs> it was more embarrassed that, that now I knew and they didn't know I knew. So when they would try to tell me about Santa, it was like, I already know your secret kind of thing. Did you play along? Yeah, but then it kind of like, I'm not very good at hiding things. So I was just like, it sounded real. And then my dad actually just looked at me and just said, well, what do you think? And I said, no, because I found the presents. And then he didn't really, he just laughed actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that you guys uh, never told us that Santa Claus was real. And that was always kind of awkward when we went to Grandma's house because she was like, oh, this is from Santa. And we, we would say, Grandma, Santa's not real. <laughs> and then that, that was frustrating for her. Um, so why, do you, why did you guys decide to do that then? Um, any uh, particular reason? Well, I I grew up with, you know, Santa was like a big deal, especially on this on my dad's side. I mean, my grandmother read the Twas the Night Before Christmas, and then she is like really into it. She got like the collectible books, and of course everything was Santa, Santa, Santa. Um, so I didn't see any harm in it, but um, your dad grew up Mennonite, and so they didn't actually put a lot of focus on any holiday and it was kind of like Christmas was very commercialized they felt like and basically everything my grandma would have done would have just totally been like the most offensive thing in the world <laughs> to his family so um yeah I, your dad just felt like the, the way he grew up they didn't ever talk about Christmas very much in terms of like they didn't put a lot of focus on um, Christmas and Christmas presents because they wanted to put the focus on Jesus and so and they were never taught that Santa was real they were never taught that Santa was is was real or um, to pretend or anything and so I just kind of felt like well um, the strong I feel like in marriage you kind of have to go with whoever has the strongest you know stance and hopefully you know, so it's not and if there's a problem like both of you have a really really strong passion then you probably need to go to counseling or something and get like a mediator but I personally didn't have this like I have to have my kids believe in Santa I have to go to counseling over this um no I just felt like well I mean he was very adamant about you guys not knowing about Santa, like not thinking that Santa was real. He felt very adamant about it. And I was just kind of like, that's sad. <laughs> but if that's really, really important to you, then, you know, I'm going to let you go ahead and take 
that. So definitely, um, it gave us sort of a sense of uh, enlightenment and superiority over our peers. Like people would talk about Santa Claus and how they heard hoofbeats on the roof, and we'd be like, um, actually, like if Santa Claus went to every single house, right, he'd have to go the speed of light or faster. And we had all our arguments lined up, right, to convince everyone out of their faith in Santa Claus, um, and that was always fun. Um, no one, you know, we didn't sway anyone because. I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a dogmatic thing, and also I think most kids uh, kind of know already. Santa's not real. They kind of like get the whole dynamic where they kind of play along. I honestly don't know what it feels like though to really like I don't know to to have that like sort of mystical awe. Like wow, there's Santa Claus and he's coming tonight. There's like a like a fat guy in a suit that's gonna roll down my chimney and it's like that's 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 really weird (laughs) and I just like I don't know it first of all it kind of boggles my mind that kids believe that but it just like I don't know what it would feel like to lay in bed thinking that that would actually happen right um yeah so I guess one last question uh how do you think Christmas has changed. I don't know. Has it changed? Um, Because, I mean, you you are from, like, a different generation, right? And I'm just kind of curious if there's, you know, anything really different from from your experience compared to my experience, right? I think, you know, your family was a lot more into it. Um, We definitely don't have like snow and uh, little sets all over the house, right? But um, is there any other, uh, fun, like, big differences? Uh, let's see. Um, I would say... It seems like nowadays, um, you know, um, I don't know, maybe because I grew up in a simpler era, it seems like that we didn't have as, as, um, much, I don't know, maybe, um, these high priced items, you know, like, like people get iPhones and stuff for Christmas and um, you know ours were more like I mean we got like an orange in our stocking with a candy cane because <laughs> when you suck on the candy cane through the orange it like creates like a little straw because of the acid I mean that's what we had in our stocking and then we'd have like maybe we would have that with like one of those little M&M candy cane things with M&M's stuck inside of it or something or like a candy Santa and that was like wow you know um and um and nowadays it's like people have very expensive gifts and it was just not really you know that much stuff like that um and I think nowadays too it seems like um I don't know, maybe, 
like trying to think like other things like back in my time period people um did did actually go around and sing christmas carols to people they would go around neighborhoods and that was like we would have people who did that and um come to our door so that was really always interesting yeah mom what do you say we go and do some caroling in our neighborhood this year I would say, well, if I was a little bit gifted, more gifted singer, uh, that might work. Hey, we got some practice at the beginning of this podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Like, yeah. I, I saw that in movies, right? And I just, I don't know, I didn't think that really happened. I remember we did that, like, as when we were little kids. Yeah. Uh, just around our little cul-de-sac, we did some caroling. Um, I don't know, my church, even in college, um, my the church I went to, um, we uh, we did caroling. We would do it every year. We'd all go, go and carol with everyone, and we'd walk around and canvas the neighborhood of um, where the church was and do caroling, and then come all come back and have um, hot cocoa and um, Christmas cookies. And um, so we did that. And I was, you know, that was when my college years, of course, that was, you know, 20, 20, over 25 years ago. Yeah, about 25 years ago. So that was a long time ago. But still, 25 years ago, churches would go around and carol. And then another thing that is, um, uh, there's also, I was going to say that we did. Um, that we don't do as much now, but I forgot it. Yeah. Okay, I want to bring back caroling. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Yeah. They would hand out the music, so then we would just knock on people's doors and just sing to them. It was really funny. Like in harmony and everything? Yeah, there. Yeah, people were really... And it was neat because the... um. People would sit and listen, and usually we would just sing one song, and then we would start singing, and we'd go to the next house, and and we'd say, Merry Christmas, and sometimes they would, like, um, come out and bring us, like, some things, like, sometimes they'd give us a candy cane or something, and we'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cute. It's like trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one time somebody tried to give us, like, cups of cider or something they were having, and it was like, no, no, we're okay. But it was cute, yeah. Is there anybody who was, like, really rude to you? Uh, Any Scrooges? Yeah, I think that there were there were probably people that like looked out their window like with their curtain and then just didn't open the door, and we were like, okay, so we would just sing to the house and then walk to the next house. So yeah, I mean we didn't like you know try to like force down the door and knock on it and be like open up. So yeah. Oh, I saw you peeking behind the curtain. (laughs) This is what I was gonna say is we used to do that as kids with our own family. See, we would. Um, because of all of our cousins getting together, we would all get um, these carols. And um, now this was before the internet. So we didn't have the internet. We didn't have computers. We didn't have any of that kind of stuff. So we just had to um, ask our, our parents to 
you know, um, give us some, maybe some piano music of Hark the Herald Angel Sing, or we had to just know it ourselves. So we would have all of the Christmas carols and or the ones we remembered, and all of us cousins would go and practice them. And on Christmas Eve, and we would have our own little shows, our own little Christmas carols. And so we would go and we would like do that in front of um, all the people. And so it was fun. Yeah, we would go and be like, okay, we're ready to start our show. And then we would start singing hark, you know, we, and we would have like little Christmas skits and stuff. And we'd have like our songs and then we'd be like, okay. And all of us would try to sing and, and, um, all the adults would be like, okay. And so we would have like our own little shows for, for them. Yeah. It was really fun. We did that like a lot on Christmas. Yeah. That does sound like a lot of fun. All right, so I'm I'm inspired by a lot of the things that you're telling me about. Definitely, I want to get some friends together, and we're going to go caroling. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's a good idea. Find a neighborhood. Like, our, we don't really have a neighborhood. I mean, we live near a school. But, um, like, our neighbor is the senior parking lot. So, I mean, of course, Miss Montos, too. But um, it would be great to have... Um, like go into a neighborhood where there's a lot of people and people decorate and they're kind of in their festive spirit too and then you can just kind of walk around the neighborhood but plus they'll hear you coming because they can hear you in the next door neighbor and stuff so yeah. yeah that would be really fun for sure josiah do you have any thoughts thoughts about what um about christmas give me one sentence christmas is a good time uh, where a lot of people get stressed and buy a lot of material things. But there are a lot of good things in Christmas. we got to remember the good things in Christmas, not get caught up in the bad things. Hey. All right. Thank you for your Christmas wisdom. <laughs> All right. It's been a good podcast exploring Woo-hoo! Christmas past and Christmas present and even Christmas future. Um, uh, as we are probably going to go caroling now. All right. Thank you for listening and see you next time.